episode three. You know what that just reminded me of? You know that scene in She's the Man where Amanda Bynes' character goes into the office of the principal and then he starts singing that song where he's like, welcome, 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 welcome. I don't know why, but me just singing episode three reminded me of that. First of all, I want to address something uh, really important is my intro music. I want to give a huge shout out to my friend Freddie, aka Slots. Um, he's an incredibly talented producer and uh, musician. And if you guys ever um, want to listen to some of his music, you can just search him up as a Slots on Spotify. And that's Slots with a Z. Um, we say Z in Canada. We don't say Z. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out his stuff, his Instagram is also at Slots Music. Um, he's a good friend of mine and I'm super happy that he was able to help me out with this because I have no idea what the heck I'm doing, like I said. But the whole vibe that I was kind of going for was a, a mixture of my love for electronic dance music or EDM as they call it and uh, my Latin American roots. So as you can hear in the background a little bit, there's a little bit of guitar. Um, it's kind of a, based off of a popularized genre within EDM that's called Moombaton, which has a lot of influence from Spanish artists or Hispanic artists and uh, black artists as well. So uh, that's where that whole thing came from. But now let's get down to the nitty, 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 gritty. Wow, I can't say anything. I cannot say that word. I'm pretty sure like everyone and their mom knows this, but some of you might not. I'm terrified of thunderstorms, okay? And when I say terrified, I mean like terrified, okay? I will hide under a freaking... I don't even know. I will hide under my blankets and I will cancel everybody out when there's a thunderstorm, okay? Um, this is why a lot of my best friends will text me during a thunderstorm and they'll ask me, are you okay? Because I am... <laughs> no, I am not okay. Um, I don't know what it is. Ever since I was a little kid, um, I've been terrified. And that includes being outside. It's especially, I should say, it's especially when, when I'm outside during a thunderstorm. It's terrifying. I play soccer. Uh, indoor and outdoor uh, i've been playing since i was a little kid and um whenever there's a thunderstorm i don't play like I, I i don't play i begin to have panic attacks and i just immediately lose feeling in my body and it's just it's it's not a good time it, it's not a good time it, it's just i think what scares me is the suddenness of the sound of thunder like Yes, like lightning strikes and then shortly after you'll know when the thunder hits. But for me, I never get the timing right. So I always get jumpy whenever the, the, the thunder hits. It's, it, it's, it's, it's not a good time. I think it, for me, at least just based on what I can stem it to, is when I was a kid growing up in Toronto, uh, we lived in this townhouse. And I'm going to try and describe it the best way I possibly can. But we had like this. So the stairwell had like a like had like a little a little section, I guess you could say, before you get up another set of stairs. So it was like in, a, in the shape of a square, okay? And on that square, there was like a little bit of like a, a, a ledge that you could sit on. And above that ledge, this is a terrible description, but you'll get the, you'll get the gist of why, why I'm scared. So above that ledge, there was this window, okay? It was a giant window. And it was like, it, it wasn't a window that you could really see anything through. Like it was kind of like, I forget what the name, I want to say that it's like some sort of type of glass. Like it's the type of glass that's like very, it's like blurry glass. I don't know what it's called, bro. Like how am I supposed to know? 26 years old, I don't know anything. Anyways, whenever there'd be a thunderstorm or when there'd be rain just in general, 
the rain would fall on that window and what creeped me out is not being able to see what was outside so I wouldn't actually know if it was raining or if it was sunny or if it was you know like it was just weird like that and as a kid your logic doesn't really make any sense like things just things just happen because they happen or you think things because you think things like when you're an adult, you start to really put the pieces together as to why certain traumas happen and why why things are scary or whatever. And I'm not putting it past the kid to be able to have that kind of intelligence. I'm just saying most nine times out of 10 kids are scared of things because they just they just are. Um, so any time I would look at that window, I wouldn't know if it was raining outside and so when I would open the front door to my house and I saw that it was raining, like it, I would just tie it back to that window and it would freak me out because I'm like, it's supposed to be raining. Like, why is why is the window not showing me that again? It doesn't make sense to me either to this day. But, you know, that's just what I associated it with. And now ever since then, I just have been terrified of thunderstorms. Actually, I'll tell you a funny story. So this happened when I was about mm, 21 years old. My sister and I are both very active. OK, um. Uh, we we played sports growing up and um, we, we, we regularly go to the gym. This one year, we wanted to do like this really cool like night marathon running thing. Okay, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have heard of it. It's like it's like color me rad or like those like laser like laser night nightly running things or whatever that they do. Um, so we signed up for it. A couple of our friends, my sister's boyfriend or well now now husband um we all signed up for it and it was fun because you know we were like oh it's gonna be so it's gonna be so great it's gonna be at night so it'll be nice and cool for us to cool down when we run and you know just overall a good time they were playing like really loud music it was really fun and (laughs) we get there so even still before we actually got to the venue we checked the weather and it was supposed to rain that night so i was a little i was a little iffy i was like okay 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 like this isn't ideal but whatever like rain isn't too too bad and then as as we got to the venue the rain started getting worse and i mean like just crazy like blowing like wind blowing and like rain all over the place okay and i was starting to get a little anxious because i was like i'm not going outside for this and then it's as if god listened to me and said hey why don't we just kick this up a notch and terrify you even more so thunder and lightning appeared out of freaking nowhere and we're in the car in the parking lot myself my sister her husband and our friends okay and we're all sitting in our cars and i'm freaking out i literally have my legs you know to my chest and i'm like rocking back and forth and i'm freaking out my sister's like okay you know what like they have to give us a refund and the the organizers of the venue said that they can give us half of the half of the half of the ticket price and i was thinking no like we've been waiting for so long to do this and everyone was really sad about it like everyone was really disappointed and like you know we didn't know if we wanted to actually go into the run so they also said you can wait out the storm and then from there like you can decide if you want to go and that's exactly what we did we waited out the storm for a little bit and then it started to seem like it was calming down but my sister looked at me and said we have the option of either going back home you know don't worry about it or we can go and do this run. It's up to you. And I thought to myself, hey, maybe today's the day that I face my fear. Maybe today's the day. And my friends, I tried. I really did try. <laughs> I really wish it was on video or somebody had just, you know, like had like a like a glimpse of what I looked like because I was a hot damn mess. 
when I was running that race, okay? Let me just tell y'all. Y'all ever see, like, y'all ever see that, that, like, a picture of a person that's terrified out of their minds, but also having an amazing time. I don't really know what to compare it to, but I was running and crying at the same time, but laughing and smiling also within that mixture of things. It was just... It was just a whole nightmare, okay? And I really wish I could never relive that experience or I, I, I wouldn't wish that kind of feeling upon anybody because it's just a whole swirl of emotions and it's just not fun. And literally the whole time while we were running, I, <laughs> while I'm crying and laughing, my sister's in front of me and she's like, it's okay. She's yelling at me. It's okay. It's okay. We're almost there. It's okay. <laughs> oh man, what a time to be alive. So yeah, that's the first thing that I'm terrified of, okay? I'm also going to talk about, again, this goes back to kids and irrational fears, okay? I used to be terrified of Band-Aids, okay? Like, something about, and I think this has to do with, like, a little bit of the phobia of, like, tiny holes. Apparently, that's a thing. I don't remember what it's called. But something about the look of Band-Aids just freaked me out. No matter what the material was, whether it was the cotton ones or the plastic ones, more so the plastic ones than the cotton ones but the plastic ones oh my gosh like the the nude like typical looking like band-aids i was terrified of them as a kid i don't know why and you want to know the worst so again my sister is my best friend okay and best friends they do really great things for you and they also do really terrible things and when we were kids that's exactly what my sister would do so whenever you know, she would use a band-aid or when she'd pull one out or whenever she just wanted to bother me because we shared a room when we were kids. She would pull out a band-aid, not even open the packaging, like not even like, not even rip off the little strips that you like that you take off so that you can put it on. She wouldn't even do that. She would just hold it up and chase me around the house with one. And I would be screaming at the top of my lungs and my mom would lose her mind because she's like, there's nothing to be afraid of. I don't know what's wrong with you. Why are you scared of band-aids? And growing up now like i'm not obviously it it doesn't bother me now but i think what i associate it with is this one time um my mom signed us up for swimming lessons okay my brother my sister and i we're all pretty close in age so we would take swimming lessons at around the same time so one time i went for my swimming lessons and i've never been so disgusted in my life like this still irks me to this day okay I found a Band-Aid, a used Band-Aid. Oh, just even thinking about it now, like, just just grossed me out. But I found a used Band-Aid where I was swimming. Like, I, like, literally, like, I was swimming, like, face first, like, head in the water, everything, okay? And I was swimming. And then, like, right across my face, I felt something wet and slimy and disgusting. And I looked, and it was a used Band-Aid. And I've never been so horrified in my life. And ever since then, ever since then, there's just something about band-aids that just would freak me out now obviously like i don't really care about using a band-aid or whatever but a wet band-aid that's disgusting that is no that's vile i don't care if it's been used or if it's not been used but it's just something about it like just gives me the heebie-jeebies the last thing i will talk about that i'm terrified of and this comes from childhood once again i have two older siblings um who pretty much reigned supreme over me because whatever whatever we watched on tv pretty much was their choice or it was like collectively the three of us that would decide on what we would watch on tv my siblings loved watching goosebumps i did not it freaked me out um and even to this day it kind of freaks me out even though it's quite cheesy 
Um, but nonetheless, okay? It freaked me out. But there's one particular thing about Goosebumps that freaks me out, and it's the freaking introduction. I don't know who made the theme song to this show, but they deserve an award, okay? Because truthfully, ever since I was a little kid, and to this day, me, Sarah Sodizi, at 26 years old, is still terrified of the Goosebumps theme song, okay? And it's not even, like, the actual sound of it, okay? It's the association with the sound of the piano with this one scene, Okay, no, sorry, two scenes, okay, where the G passes by the billboard and the lady starts to frown, that freaks me out, but the freaking dog with the golden eyes that just flash for like three seconds, it's not even like three seconds, okay, that part just, I get so uncomfortable and I just want to melt in my seat and I want to run away for the rest of my life from watching that scene, and it was when I was a little kid, we would watch that and I would run away at that scene and ask my siblings to to tell me when it was over so that I could come back and then we could watch the show together, okay? But, you know, again, siblings like to get to shenanigans. And no, my siblings would sometimes tell me it was over and it would just be starting that particular scene and I'd cry to my mom and, yeah, you know the rest. And I feel like fears are something that you can explain and either somebody gets it or they just don't get it at all because when I tell people that I'm scared of the dog from Goosebumps that has the glowing eyes. Like, they just laugh and are like, why are you still scared of that? And I'm like, because it's creepy! You mean to tell me that you're not creeped out by that? Even though it's, like, really crappy graphics? Like, you mean to tell me that that doesn't, like, freak you out or, like, send a shiver up your spine? Like, R.L. Stein knew what he was doing, okay? When I was five years old, he knew what he was doing, freaking me out like that. But anyways... Um, I want to talk on this podcast today about fears or like this entire episode is going to be about fears. So I have another story to tell you guys that's kind of funny. Um, when it came to me at my swimming lessons with my siblings and I hope that, you know, you enjoy it and you resonate it with some with it somehow. And if you want to share with me like what you're afraid of, please, by all means, like I would love to hear it because I really am just so intrigued by the things that people are afraid of because, you know, what might be scary to some might not be scary to all. Like I said, some people understand it, some people don't. Like for me, I'm not scared of roller coasters. I love roller coasters. Um, On my bucket list, actually, it's been a dream of mine to go to a Six Flags. Like I've never been because out here in Canada, we only have such a limited amount of um, theme parks that you can go to and Canada's Wonderland is like one of like the staple ones and I've been going since I was like a little kid and eventually you just get kind of like tired of the repetitiveness of it but anyways I love roller coasters nonetheless like I love going on any kind of roller coaster any height whatever whatever but both of my parents are just deathly terrified of roller coasters like they will not go on one and I think the only time that I've ever seen my dad on a roller coaster before was when I was like six years old and that was the first and the last time (laughs) that we did that and it was on like a it was like on a baby coaster too so it wasn't even like a scary one or it wasn't even like a really big one but anyways I, I I get it like some people are scared of certain things other people aren't scared of certain things but I'm very curious to know what everybody's take is on on things like that but anyways let's get to the story when I was about six years old my mom enrolled my siblings and I in swimming lessons 
And I'm forever grateful for that because to be honest with you, learning how to swim is a very valuable skill that not everybody will definitely use in their lives, but it's good to always know, you know, just in case of any sort of emergency or even just, you know, like who goes to the beach just to lie down there? I'm sorry. I don't mean to judge or anything like that, but if you're really just going to sit there and not do anything, what is the point? Anyways, when I was six years old, I learned how to swim or I was starting to learn how to swim. And I was little, okay? Like, I wasn't... I, I, my growth spurt started happening when I was about, like, eight or nine years old. So I was, I was still really small. And as a result, I think a lot of things in the world that seemed so scary to me before are not so scary to me now. Um, I'm five foot seven, for those of you that are interested in knowing that information, which I don't think anybody is, but nonetheless... Um, and so as a result, a lot of times I wouldn't say like, I'm like above average height. I want to say like, I'm like at the range of like semi average, I guess. Um, but sometimes, um, you know, my height is, it, it helps me a lot, especially for my mom who's a little lady. And so is my sister. Um, it helps, it helps them out a lot whenever they need to reach the top shelf of the cupboard. So anyways, um, but when I was a kid, I was so scared of, <laughs> I was so scared of the diving board and I didn't want to admit that. I, I never wanted to admit that because, um, I had two older siblings to live up to. I'm, like to me as a little kid, and they probably don't even know this, but to me as a little kid, I looked up to both my brother and my sister so much because I thought that they weren't afraid of anything. Honestly, like there was never really any indication to me at least in my naivety as a child um that they were afraid of anything especially my older sister my sister is five years older than me so that age gap was very prominent when we were younger nowadays not so much because we're both adults and you know we're into some of the same stuff anyways but when i was younger like i saw my brother and sister going to swimming lessons and i was like wow like they're so legit and they're not scared of anything anyways uh, my swimming instructor says to us, okay, we're going to, uh, we're going to head over to the deep end, but here's how we're going to do it. And this swimming pool was really, uh, was like different because usually you have like a cut it, like the, the pool's cut in a way that where you just like, when you're trying to get out, you just pull yourself up out of the, uh, off the sides or whatever. I'm describing this horribly, but I hope you understand. So you just pull yourself up out and that's it. Whereas this pool that we used to go to back in Toronto um we the the cut of it was there was kind of like a step all the way across the entire perimeter of the pool so there was the pool itself that you were swimming in say right and then you have a ledge that's kind of looks like a step uh you pull on that and you can sit on it you can sit on the edge but it's not actually the edge of the pool it's like a little step and then you then you hit the edge of the pool again i'm sorry this is a terrible description but i hope you understand what i'm talking about Anyways, so what we did, my swimming instructor told us to sit on the ledge of the of the pool, slide across all the way to the deep end, because we, obviously we were tiny. We didn't know how to swim to the deep end yet. So we slid across, and then we get to the deep end. And at this point, I am so unbelievably nervous, but I didn't want to show anybody that, especially not my mom, because my mom always used to... My mom is a trooper. Let me tell you something. My mom is a trooper. She always used to come to every single thing that my brother my sister and I had like whether it was like a class or a recital or anything like that my mom was always there 
So this this situation was no different. My mom was sitting on the on the bleachers because they had like a viewing area for the parents. She's sitting there and watching me. And I'm like super excited. I'm even waving at her and smiling. And I'm on the inside. I'm dying because I'm like, I cannot do this. And so we're sliding across, sliding across. And the swimming instructor, she's already in the pool and she's she's a pro, right? So she's swimming in there. Nothing, no problem. In my head, I'm like, you know, like when I'm, maybe when I'm older and my legs are longer, I legitimately thought this, guys, maybe when I'm older and my legs are longer, like my sisters or the swimming instructors, maybe I'll actually be able to do this. But I don't think I can do it now because I'm way too small for this. Why are they letting us do this if we're all too small? And the rest of the kids in my class, they're around my age. Some of them were even younger than me, you know? So I was out here thinking like, how are they letting us do this? Anyways, we get to the deep end. And at that point, she asks us all to form a line right where the diving board is. And we're going to jump off the diving board. And I was like, yes, wow, okay, yeah, so exciting. Ah." You know, my poker face was was pretty stellar at that point. But (laughs) friends, this is what I mean. Like when you're small like that, things like that seem like they are the most terrifying things in the world. Because... The diving board, to me, when I was a little kid, it was huge. It was massive. Not to mention the fact that it was so high. Obviously now, I don't really care. Like, I'll jump off a diving board however many feet. But back then, it was terrifying. So, anyways, uh, we line up behind the, the diving board. And you know in, like, movies where... <laughs> like slapstick movies where somebody's in a line and they don't want to go to the front so they just keep pushing people in front or they keep letting people go in front of you yeah that's exactly what I was doing I was just letting people go in front of me and my swimming instructor noticed so she said she was like no like Sarah stay in the line like you're gonna jump off the diving board and one of the lifeguards there too was like standing beside us to make sure none of us like fell in or whatever I don't even know who's standing there too and like was like holding my hand and everything and was like it's okay it's okay it's okay and I, in my head, I'm like, no, it's, it's not okay, but okay, we're going to do this. Ah! So I, I start climbing up the steps of the, of the diving board. And my mom, she's, she's hunched over. She's, she's bending over her, over her seat, or she's at the edge of her seat. She's watching me, and she's taking pictures and everything. She's like, Mijita, oh my gosh, uh, I'm going to do it. And uh, so I get, to the, I get to the diving board. And it's shaky. It's rattling, and it's like it's 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 a diving board. What else can I say about it? It's it's, it's freaking me out. So I'm standing there, and the and the lifeguard is behind me. He's not actually on the diving board with me. He's just behind me, like where the steps are. And so I start walking, and like immediately, immediately, I could just feel like this this feeling come over me, and I'm just like, no, no, like I was like, no, I can't do this. And I started crying in front of everybody in the entire, like, there were a bunch of other people in the pool and there were tons of other classes going on, but everybody pretty, it just felt like everybody stopped what they were doing and looked at me as I was crying. And it wasn't even like, like a soft, like, (laughs) it wasn't even that. It was a whale. And I don't mean that with any pun intended, you know, water, a whale, whatever. No, no, no. I mean as in like wailing, like crying my eyes out on the diving board in front of everybody because it was terrified. And my mom, I, I could just, I could just feel it too. I didn't even see my mom because my eyes were so watery from crying, but I could just tell that my mom was just like, oh no. Like she was just like, oh baby, like it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And you know what you want to know what these jerks did? Let me let me tell you something, okay? 
<laughs> you see it you see a crying child you have one of two responses you either okay you take away the thing that's scaring them or you you know you get them out of harm's way okay you either do that or you let them confront it face forward head on you know like no holds barred nothing okay and my friends <sighs> The lifeguard was just like, I, I, I'm pretty sure he was just like, you know what, like, I can't do this anymore. Or like, was just like, so tired of it. Because there were other kids lining up for the diving board too. And it was like, okay, I'm not trying to have this girl hold up the line. So he gets on the diving board. And he tells me he's like, you need to jump. It's okay. It's okay. Like, they're gonna catch you. They're gonna catch you. I was like, no, 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 I don't want it. Blah, blah, blah. And so he's blocking my way to get off, though. So there's no way for me to really get off at this point. And so he says, I'm gonna jump with you. And I was like, no. And he's like, please, please, we're going to do it together. And I was just like, no, 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 I don't want to. And I think at that point, again, you have two options to make. I either get off or um, I go out and do it. And this guy was just having none of it. So he literally just kept pushing me until I was at the edge. And I was like, and I was still crying. And then the instructor, she was saying, she's like, Sarah, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And I didn't even jump homeboy pushed me off the edge of the off the edge of the diving board and my instructor thank god she caught me but i was still crying when <laughs> i'm still crying when i came out of the water and i was like no like oh my gosh like why did he do that Move on. like i got i got out of the, i got out and i was sitting on the ledge and i was still crying and then finally my mom comes she says to me you did it why are you crying why are you crying it's like, mom, I didn't want to do it. It was too scary. And here's the thing is my mom never fails to remind me of how strong of a person I am, whether that's when I was like six years old or when I'm, well, currently 26 years old. Uh, she never fails to remind me of how strong I have, the like how, how, how much potential I have and how, you know, how, how, how much I'm able to do things um, without fear, you know? Um, and that's, I think that's where I get a lot of my personality from because my mom is an incredibly strong woman and has taught me so much in my life. But she says to me, she says, she says, Miha, but you already did it. So now that's like the least of your worries because you've already done it. So that means that you can just do it again. You can just do it again. And, and eventually you won't be scared anymore. And I don't know, something about that just clicked in my head. And I thought, yeah, she's right. You know, like, why am I? Why am I scared? As a six-year-old, though, like, that logic never really resonates with you for very long because after that, I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to do it again for a while. But you want to know something is after a couple of swimming lessons and me getting more comfortable with swimming and everything like that, I eventually got over my fear. And I, diving board, who? We don't know her. We're not scared of her. I got over my fear. And to this day, like, I love going swimming. I love jumping off the diving board I love diving and all that stuff it's 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 so much fun but I just I just think like when I was a kid I was so scared and I, I apply a lot of that logic to life where it's like I know that sometimes at first glance you might be scared of trying something or you might be scared of doing something that maybe might not turn out the way you want it to or you know has all these risks associated to it but you never really know if you're actually afraid of it until you try it and if you are actually afraid of it then that's cool fine at least you know that you're scared of it rather than you just saying oh well I don't want to do it because like I'm scared of it but it's like do you really know if you're scared of it or is it just your mind playing tricks on you 
I don't know. It's a very, see, I'm, I'm comparing this, I'm comparing this to a very minimal thing. But I'm telling you, at the time when I was six years old, I was terrified of that diving board. I was terrified. And, uh, but I mean, I think the same logic applies here where it's like, if you're scared of something, cool. But try and understand why you're scared of that thing. Are you scared of it just to be scared of it? Or is there like an actual thing associated with it? That maybe it's a hurdle you have to face or something that you have to uh, confront head on. I mean, in my case, I, I didn't really have much of a choice. But, you know, just something to think about. So we've come to the end of the podcast. Yes, time flies when you're having so much fun. Um, I want to acknowledge a couple of questions that people had. And, like, just really, really quick. Um, So first of all, the Tommy question seems to be, like, a huge thing. I didn't expect people to care that much about what's going on with Tommy or what his life has been like now and all that stuff. And people have even been suggesting for me to reach out to him. And, and see how he's doing but what i want to address here is like listen guys i'm gonna tell the story at some point but sometimes people are around for a season you know like you have certain people in your life for a certain period of time and trust me this podcast is going to demonstrate to you why certain people are not part of my life anymore uh, very much so and you learn certain things from them and you learn you learn very valuable very valuable things that you uh, you can apply to your life later on. And that's just it. Like Tommy and I are unfortunately, like I said, no longer friends anymore. But he taught me so many amazing things. And being friends with him, um, you know, demonstrated so many things. And um, it has taught me uh, it has taught me not only to be confident in myself, but also to, um, you know, hold hold tight to those relationships that you have with people and and, and cherish them while you can. If if that if you catch my Tokyo drift there, um, the other thing is, that people have been asking me about is why, um, why I haven't talked about a certain topic that they addressed or or things like that. And let me tell you something: I was not expecting this many people to resonate with this. Okay, listen, please, I'm just one person, and yeah. But um, I will get to your questions. I will get to the inquiries very very soon. There's a reason I have a Gmail account for all those questions and stuff. But um, but yeah, like please continue asking me questions or giving me things to talk about because eventually I'm gonna run out of stories, and um, you know that's where you guys come in and help me out. <laughs> but anyways, uh, as I always say, be kind to one another. Um, Black lives matter. Indigenous lives matter. Immigrant lives matter. You know what the deal is. God loves you so very much, dog. I'll see you in the next one. Okay, bye.